Hi, I'm Mike White. And I'm Rob St. Mary. And we're the hosts of the Projection Booth Podcast. If you haven't heard of the Projection Booth, that's okay. But we think it's time that you have. We've been doing this for over three years now. And we think we're doing a pretty good show. Every week we look at a different film and put it in context. We try to bring you interviews with the people behind the films. Or experts on a subject matter covered in the film. We don't specialize in any one particular genre or type of film. We try to examine every aspect of cinema. From every corner of the globe. Even at three years, we barely just scratched the surface. But we're ready. We're ready for you to listen to us. That's right. Now's the time to give us a shot. Download us through our free smartphone app. Or through Stitcher, iTunes, Geek Juice Radio, Jackalow. Or our website. Projection-booth.com. We'll keep making great shows. Now it's your turn to listen to Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? 96, bitches. Show 96. number 96. The year my daughter was born. Welcome, y'all, to Unregimented. How do you? I don't know why I said y'all. Y'all, you all. But Unregimented number 96. I'm Aaron. I'm Jay. I'm Rich. We're without Chris Pitch. once again, but he'll be back next week. Fear not. He's having too much fun to be on a podcast right now. Leaving, <laughs> but so Jay and I were just talking about fixing shit. Okay, you, yeah, taking shit apart, figuring out how it works, putting it back together, fixing shit. Are you, you good it? at fixing shit, Rich? Yeah. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention for me. Right. Like, like uh, when my mom's VCR broke and we didn't have cable, mm-hmm. I took it apart, fixed it. Didn't really know what I was doing, but somehow got it to work and put it back together and. I expected her to be like, that's awesome. That's so great. I can't believe you did it. She was like, you took apart my VCR. <laughs> like, yeah. But it works now, Ma. You still took apart my VCR. Yeah, yeah, I was that kid always taking shit apart. Yeah. I, got I learned how to work on my guitars because I couldn't afford anything else. So, right. Yeah, I fucked around with I, a lot of my guitars, too. As soon as I move, I have to do a front brake job. And I, as as you know, Aaron, from when I was like uh, we'll get outside later. Yeah. outside cheering you on <laughs> when you were doing your break job because yeah. I couldn't do much of anything else. I don't know shit about that. I'm like, yeah. when, it comes to, when it comes to working on cars, I'm like a room full of lesbians. I don't know dick. All so, right, bro, here's here's the key. to. Oh, we're not talking about cars yet. Right? No, not, yeah, not yet, shit. not yet. Um, okay, well, let's just talk about fixing shit in general because what, what we talked about, part of it is what Jay and I were talking about is just having the bravery to take something apart to start with. Yeah, and that's you can't figure out how it works until you take it apart. Or, or the or the bravery to take chances. I can remember one time. Now this wasn't done with any technical prowess, but I did fix uh, the six disc changer in the trunk of a friend's car. Right, so we went camping, and I was riding the car in the back seat, and we had limited choice of music because she had. Uh, she had her six disc changer was full up and the thing was jammed in there. It would still mm-hmm. play it, but she couldn't eject it to put new discs in. So that really pissed me off. There's nothing like having limited choice of music on a, a road trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no right? shit, right? Especially for somebody like me. Now, so when we got out, we got to our site and we started pulling everything out of the uh, out of the trunk. And I said, show me where the, the changer is. And she shows me where it is. And I was looking at it, seeing if I could get it out. And uh, she pulls out a box of uh, of uh, kitchen supplies. What would you, it's not a kitchen supplies, because you don't have a kitchen when you're camping. What would you call it? Oh, well, the, I mean, no, all I the mean, cooking stuff. Yeah, you're cooking. Yeah, right. kitchen supplies. I she mean, has a spatula. Right. And I said, give me that spatula. And I grab it. 
and I jam it in there right underneath the tray and I pull the spatula out and the thing, po- the changer pops out. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. So like literally after You're looking at it for 30 seconds, I fixed it. She thought I was a genius. I have a story. I have but lots it, of stories like that. I was like, but... I could have just as easily fucked up your dish changer forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite fixes I've ever done was my wife and I were driving uh, she had a 1998 Toyota Corolla, so this was in 99, I want to say we were driving. Yeah. We are driving up north to Shanty Creek to stay at her mom and stepdad's timeshare condo, um, which Shanty Creek's pretty far fucking north. Never so, been there. No, it's beautiful. But anyways, we're driving up there, and all of a sudden, her fucking muffler drops and dragging on the ground. Right, and that's not a euphemism. No, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and it's it was March, so it was fucking cold out oh. and still snowy. Yeah, probably like all slushy March, and shit. It was slushy, so she pulls over. I get out of the car. I look underneath it. I grab my carabiner key keys with carabiner on it. Yeah. Pulled my keys off the carabiner, slid it between the two holes because it was like a clamp that came together and it yeah. had a perfect size hole for my carabiner nice. fucking slid that in there by the time my wife got out of the car because she was waiting for traffic she was driving i was on the passenger side by the time she got out of the car to get to the back of the car i was already standing up to go get in the car and say let's go <laughs> <laughs> so MacGyver. 30, 30, yeah totally <laughs> 30 seconds so we're, yeah. we're piss poor at this time right we have no yeah. money we barely afford the fucking car we're driving she goes time to, to get a better carabiner <laughs> <laughs> well no that thing sat on there for fucking five months and she went to get the oil change on her car and i happened to be with her and i'm mm. like hey i told the i'm told the guys at the at the um oil change place i'm like hey you guys got a bolt you can throw into that uh into my muffler thing yeah 1750 like, yeah right <laughs> w- whatever no I, I just you know you know and the guy actually the guy was like six bucks he said it was gonna be six bucks I'm like, awesome. All right. The guy goes back there and looks at it and comes up and goes, dude, that is the most brilliant fucking thing I've <laughs> ever seen anybody do. It's like, that's some MacGyver shit right there. And yeah. my wife begins to tell him, the, told him the whole story about it. And he's like, dude, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, I want my carabiner back. I still have that carabiner, by the way. It carries all my security keys. But still, that's one of my favorite fix it real fast yeah. stories. The flange rusted out on uh, one side of my muffler and everything started dropping. <laughs> it's uh, being held together right now with uh, one side of a flange clamp. Okay. I got the biggest one I could and it still wouldn't get around it. Uh. But I managed to like get it on both sides of the, the mount so that uh, it kind of pinches it together. It's been working out. Nice. I will tell you though, well, since we are talking about cars and fixing shit. Sure, why if, not? If you're doing brakes. I can bitch about cars. If you're doing brakes, front brakes, cal- you know, you got, you got cal on there right right so mm-hmm. uh, they'll fucking get a big ass c-clamp dude so you yeah can that's com- what i did oh yeah so you can compress your fucking cylinder mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that i've had people not know that i was surprised how easy it was to do my brakes it's super easy you well just open the master cylinder one freaking boop do the c-clamp and you're good to go i should say one side went on really easy the other side was stuck for some reason that's what rich was watching yeah. me like swear at the other side i had for about uh, an hour and a half I had bought, <laughs> and a, I was just like, "Hit it!" That seems to work. <laughs> That's how I was. I was smacking the shit out I'd of it. I bring blow torches out when I do breaks, dude. Fuck it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, my car, ah, dude, it, it, I mean, it's been on its last leg for a while, but I'm surprised that I've been managed to keep it cool. It keeps overheating. I've learned actually, I, I just have, it finds its own kind of median depending on the outside temperature. Hmm. So I, I managed to, it ran fine through the winter and went, started getting warm out and started overheating. I had to flush it again. Uh, the thermostat uh, fucked up? N- uh, no, it's a new thermostat. But yeah, it started overheating again and I just had to, you know, flush it again and, uh, and burp it and uh yeah it's going fine now but it does this thing so my car idles really weird right mm-hmm. like angry you know <laughs> it, it gets up over 2g sometimes and uh have you tried pulling the positive pisses. cable on your battery so that the whole car just resets itself so the ecm yes. can reset itself and it doesn't fix that yes the battery cable's been off many times Okay, and you still have the same problem. Still the same problem, wow. yeah. Um, so, well, it has this kind of cool feature that uh, auto stops, right? So it's mm-hmm. an early hybrid, and it does this thing where, like, when you come to a light, it'll just shut the engine off and start it back up when you <sighs> hit the gas again, right? Oh, it's a hybrid. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shut up right now. Right. I'm not going to talk well, shit about nothing. <laughs> it never happens in the wintertime because when you got the heat running, it just leaves the engine going because it figures right. you want the heat. Right. But when the heat's off, it'll shut down. Well, so sometimes and uh usually never when i want it to when i have to sit at like a long ass light which on my commute i get hit by every fucking light i <laughs> yeah, swear to fucking yeah. god and some of them i don't get through until two or three passes <laughs> and during that period all that it'll just be revving as angry as it can and people are staring at you like what's your fucking problem throw it like neutral, i know put it in drive yes throw it neutral put it in drive <laughs> no but but when i just want to make a quick right turn it's like <clears throat> and shuts down on me and starts back up and i have to you know it, it's not exactly peppy yeah so anyway, I but you know, say, it's still angry, working. Angry, angry idol. Good band name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that'd be> great. <laughs> and it's, you got to spell it like idling, not idol, like idolatry. So, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Not like Billy. Oh shit. But yeah. So yeah, I, I as, 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 <laughs> as Aaron, so, so well knows, I don't know dick about fucking changing brakes. So as soon as I get done with my move, I got to fucking get the front brakes because they're starting to grind. I'm waiting for that little light to come on and go, hey, stupid. Yeah, I, th- I got a warp shit. rotor. I got a warp rotor, so I hear chirp, 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 I turn left or right. I chirp. <laughs> well, so, I, got a, I got bigger problems, too. I got a Takata airbag in mine. Oh, boy. Yep. I've gotten, I have been notified. I just keep putting off making an appointment to go have it taken care of. Just but waiting. Yeah, if you, I'm sure everybody's heard about this because this is like the biggest recall ever in in the auto industry. And uh, quite a scandal, actually, of how it went down. They've denied this for years and denied the scope of it. And now they're finally like, okay, yeah, it's in millions of cars. Yeah, but th- Thanks for admitting to what you've been denying for fucking years and years and years and years. Right. It's just like in Fight Club. Dude. Is, is the price of a recall going to be less than the price of a settlement? Well, they should just be lucky they're in Japan and not China. I thought they They've known, they've China, known about this issue. Penalty. They've known about this issue since like 2013. Yeah, at least. So, no, I mean it's it has been since 2013. Um, 
<clears throat> they didn't feel that it was necessary to call for you know call a total total recall. Right. But, uh, <laughs> Going back to fixing things real uh, quick because the the way that this came up, we were talking about fixing uh, uh, garbage disposals, mm. and I was telling Jay a story about how I first fixed a garbage disposal just by you know being willing to take it apart and see how the thing fucking worked. And this was at a friend's apartment, and she had like pissed off the maintenance guy or something, Oops. and so she didn't want to call him, and their garbage disposal was broke and she asked me to take a look at it it's like why the fuck not but uh you know it's you when i'm done it's not your bravery (laughs) isn't always paid off at least i can think of many times where it was quite a struggle or complete failure to uh get whatever it was back together the the, actually the last place that i rented i uh i don't know i think i was late on my rent or something yeah i think that's what it was i was late on my rent so i didn't want to talk to my landlord and i was washing dishes and i was just trying to shake some water out of a pot and just totally nailed the faucet with it and snapped the faucet off. Oh, fuck. I was oh. like, oh, what, what am I going to do now? I'm like, I didn't want to tell him. Duct tape. So I like went and bought. I like looked at it and I was like, oh, I can figure this out. So I went and bought a new faucet. Right. So I take that back home and I start taking the other one apart. Right. So it's got, you know, the hot, your hot and cold lead. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the the cold comes off fine, but I cannot get the hot off. Right. And I managed to like, I actually had it at one point where the old faucet and the new faucet were both on. Like the old faucet was hooked up to the cold. And the, and the, and the, and the wait, did I say that right? The new faucet was hooked up to the cold. The old faucet was still hooked up to the hot. And uh, I finally did manage to like pull the, the pull it off. Oh, that's what it was. The uh, the shutoff for it broke. Oh, oh right? shit! So I was able to shut off the cold and get that transferred. I couldn't shut the hot off. The silcock. Is what is it? A silcock. I, okay. Actually, that's what the your outside hose faucet is. Is a silcock. Oh, okay. But it's a gate valve. Right. It's probably the same thing. It, it is. Yeah. It looked like the same thing, but the whole thing had, it had that little like honeycomb yeah, yeah, yeah. handle on it, but yeah. it all busted off. It's a gate valve. And yeah. then I tried to like turn it with a couple different wrenches and just mm. strip the shit out yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. So I got this genius idea that I had a, a pair of locking pliers. Yeah. Channel lock. Yeah. Or um, no, uh, vice grips. Yeah, vice grips. Yeah. Right? And so I just like pinched the hose with them. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? You didn't just pinch the fucking, you didn't just shut the gate valve off with the vice grips? I couldn't. Oh. It was, the, the post was like completely stripped. Well, that's why you use the vice grips for it, because it'll grip onto it. I, but well, anyways, okay. whatever, you, you clamped off as, your As far water. as my skills were concerned, yeah. this was a last resort. And you didn't have a basin <laughs> wrench. You, you didn't have a basin wrench either, so it was a pain in the ass to get the fucking. Right. <laughs> well. You know, this tiny little hose, I mean, it's not big in diameter. You figure, how much water could really come out of it? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out, all the water in the world. (laughs) (laughs) You drained one of the Great Lakes. Yeah, (laughs) you could. (laughs) Because I I did, after hours of struggling with this thing and and creating... uh, just many puddles in my kitchen. <laughs> I did actually manage to shove this fucking live hose onto the onto the new faucet and and tighten it down while I was like being sprayed in the face with hot water and swearing. You could have. You found the Peter there. North of hoses. Just coming funny, and coming dude. and coming. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How much water could be in this water pipe that's wide fucking open? You ever take a pee trap off, dude? You think ah, oh, you know, I'll be all right no. with. 
towel. Fuck no, dude. You need a bucket under that bitch because there's fucking like a half a gallon of water in a pee trap. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. That's it, a, see, see, I had a, a, a previous house before where I'm at now. I had a problem with the back. The toilet tank cracked. Oh, shit. But it didn't crack all the way through. Epoxy. So, so me and my roommate are like, he's like, I got some Gorilla Tape. And he literally Gorilla Tape <laughs> the fucking toilet tank. I've nice. epoxied the like, toilet tank before. <laughs> The fucking landlord come over and he just looks and he goes, "What the fuck?" And I, like I've known him since I'm a kid, and he's like, "Richard, um, I don't care what you do in your private life, but why didn't you call me? I mean, are you yeah. on? Were you on something at the time?" And I'm like, "No, Mr. Privet, I swear to God, I just my roommate said he had gorilla tape and he he did that and he thought it'd be a good idea. He's like, I'm just gonna go get you a new toilet. I'll be back in an hour." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Right. Well, you know, a lot of shit goes down like that when you live in uh, any bachelor's sharing sharing a place. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like, yeah. you really want to call... First of all, you're a guy and should be able to fix this shit yourself. But then again, you have no idea how to do it. And you don't want to call the landlord and have him or have him send somebody else over because then we got to hide the drugs. We got to make it look like we haven't been trashing this place every See, night, even though we oh, have. Dude, that's we got to move the couch over the big stain dude, in the middle of the room. That's where yes. I had it made because I, I did heating and cooling when I was living, yeah. living on my own and... And with a you know in the bachelor pad and i had a fucking van full of tools and parts that i could just go you know oh i need this you know i have a fucking flux capacitor i got two of those <laughs> go, fucking go grab one <laughs> i had a, a townhouse um and the furnace was all fucking or the air conditioning was running all shitty yeah so i fucking pulled the filter out of it i sprayed the coil down was you know i cleaned the coil of it and everything like that and i called the landlord and i said yeah i need uh 12 months worth of filters so he brings me two i'm like no i need 12 <laughs> filters please he's like 12 we only you know we only change these twice a year i'm like i need 12 filters <laughs> he brought me 10 more i'm like i will change this shit every fucking month no big deal well he should uh he should be thanking you oh he was no he was appreciative of that right because you're extending yeah. the life of his furnace for sure right, right? yeah i oh, mean yeah. it's like anything that has to move air yep oh yeah it, yeah especially those fil those furnaces man they're the all-in-one units that are like yeah. in the wall and yeah, it, yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh there was an apartment right it was, yeah townhouse oh. yeah 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 that's how that's like how the ours shit was, you see in uh california <laughs> when they only have to turn their furnace on five times a year yeah well the the uh maintenance man came by and i had put a, a hogs hair hair hogs hair re, you know washable filter in there just for the time being while i was waiting because i will not run a furnace without a filter or a clean filter because it's just yeah not, not good and uh he's like uh, who put this in here i'm like oh i did he's like where did you get the filter i'm like out of my truck this is heating and cooling out in the parking lot <laughs> he's like oh that's yours i'm like yeah He's like, oh, he's like, I've never seen the coils this clean. I'm like, that's because I have the cleaner out in the heating and cooling van that's parked out there. <laughs> You're not getting this. Yeah. I work in heating and cooling. Yeah. Good to be handy. Yeah, it is. I've, you know, it's great because I've always been that way. I've always been handy. I, uh, I got that from my parents. Yeah. And really what it is, is my mom was really handy. My dad, not so much. You know, he, yeah. he did shit. He wasn't afraid to get dirty. Right. But, uh, yeah, I was 11 years old and my dad used to own a coffee company. Right. So like okay. office coffee. So he had like fucking coffee machines coming out of his ass, like the professional uh, you know, that are in office, you know, stainless steel coffee buns and right. Proctor yeah, right. Silex yeah, yeah. and, you know, all the good shit. Automatic, automatic, uh, vending machines. Well, <clears throat> 
I was 11 years old and I was at my dad's shop and I was like causing some trouble. So my dad <clears throat> brings me out to the shop and he's like, listen, he's like, you see that coffee machine right there? And it was a fully functioning working coffee machine. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you see that pile of parts right there? I'm like, yeah. He says, make that pile of parts look like that one that works right there. So he came back about two hours later and I did. But the thing was, is I had taken apart <laughs> the one that was working. So it was a pile of fucking parts. <laughs> 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 and he, it's like a bar trick. Well, yeah, it kind of was. I mean, you know, but I, you know, the fact of the matter is, is I did it, you know, and right. he, uh, he's like, first of all, he goes, why is this, that one torn all apart? And I'm like, well, because I had to figure out how to put this one together. And right, goes, you have to see a working example. He was like, good job. He's like, now I'm going to put that one together. Back together. <laughs> I, I just didn't have time to put it back together, you know, but I was 11 years old and, you know, I was basically thrust into it. And then mm -hmm. from then on until I was 16, I actually worked on coffee machines. It was fucking awesome. And then I got a job doing heating and cooling. So, I, yeah, electrical, plumbing, all that shit. Getting back to apartments, though, I wanted to pose a question <laughs> to you gentlemen. What is okay. the worst state that you ever left a rental property in? Oh, 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 uh, <laughs> my upstate, own? upstate New York. No, <laughs> no Dude, a, place, I, a place that you rented and um, and left yeah. and vacated, and then uh, uh, was, and how bad it was, was it? it? I'm sorry, go ahead, Jay. I no, my mine was no big deal, dude. I actually accidentally punched a hole in the wall. Like, I know it's a, it's a funny yeah. story. I was living yeah. in the apartment in this townhouse for like uh, about four weeks, and the next door neighbor every Sunday was fucking bump bass music and shit like oh, really geez. fucking loud and it was like right next to my bedroom and i had had enough i had worked like 17 hours the saturday before and i fucking hit the wall you know like i was like banging on the wall yeah because my headboard was or my my bed my head i didn't have a headboard dude i had right. bed laying on the floor you know yeah. i fucking just hit the wall and my hand went like through <laughs> the fucking drywall <laughs> so i get up dude i'm in my skibbies and i'm <laughs> fucking yelling at the top of my lungs out. and i i fucking literally like ran down the stairs and my roommate well scott was like in the yeah. living room when i was fucking hulking out and i went out my front door and over to the neighbors in my fucking underwear was banging on the fucking door <laughs> scott's like holy shit dude you're naked <laughs> but no um the funny thing was is i brought home a five gallon bucket of mud you know for yeah you know what as one does as one yeah <laughs> and i bought a patch kit okay and i oh, had oh okay yeah, yeah. Uh, no like a five gallon bucket of uh, drywall <laughs> I mud, gotcha. you know, of, of, of spackle drywall mud it wasn't the right call. frame of mind yeah. so i bring home this five gallon bucket of drywall mud i i put this patch up on the wall and i spread the drywall mud on it and i was like uh -huh. okay it's got to dry and i got to sand it and i didn't see it again for fucking a year yeah. i didn't fucking touch it and i ended up moving out but what i did was is i set the five gallon bucket bucket of drywall mud in front of the hole <laughs> i got my security deposit back you know because i mean i carpets were clean that was the only yeah. problem was there was a hole in the fucking wall oh yeah, oh yeah so yeah i was living in upstate new york and uh i had to just leave quickly because things had not worked out with my daughter's mother blah 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 and i had a job waiting for me back here in michigan and uh my landlord, this was the gentleman, I don't know if you remember me telling the story, that when I went to go rent from him, he was like, so where are you from? I'm like, to anybody outside of the state, you go, Detroit. Right. You just tell him right. that because yeah. you, can't, you, know, you can't explain anything else without going into it. And he go, huh, got a lot of niggers in Detroit, don't you? And I'm like, I'm, 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 okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, he goes oh, I'm just joking with you. I, I don't mind black people. I got two or three chained up in my backyard. And I'm like. Oh, God. Dude. Oh, fuck. He really leaned it, into it, too. Uh, 
He's not just casual uh, racist. No, no, not not at all. And this was the prevailing attitude in the area of New York where I was at. And I was like, um, I've looked at like five, six different places to rent, and this is the one I can't afford. It's 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 in close proximity to my my daughter and her mother. You know, suck it up. You know, not not the time to be a social justice warrior. And I was like, uh, I I, man, I guess I don't know. What do you want me to say? So he was not already like a guy who was I could I could feel comfortable picking up the phone and talking to outstanding yeah, yeah he's not an outstanding guy on top of that my the, the uh, I rented it in October come November December upstate New York you know you're 40 below is not that big of a deal it's you know you deal with it and my heat didn't work and I called him a few times and he had never fucking fixed it so I actually slept on an electric blanket underneath an electric blanket with the oven open for heat oh, man. <laughs> and uh so when it came time for me to move out, I was like, do I really want to call this guy and let him know I'm moving out? Because he's probably going to try to hurry me out before I'm ready to go. He's just that type of guy. Or do I just move the fuck out and leave a note? So, I mean, I'm not moving out after any rent was due. All my rent was paid up. And I just I moved out and left a note. But here's the thing. I, I literally could only, I had, an, I had a 1983 Grand Prix at the time. <clears throat> I could only take what could fit in that car. So I left furniture, like like pots, pans, uh, you know, small appliances I couldn't fit in the car. Moving um, already. This is what I was picturing at all from you, Rich. You, it, I, it seems like you left this place better than it was. <laughs> oh, no, it was trash because I moving out, it was just I went through and I was like, I'm not cleaning this place. I'm not scrubbing the windows and the walls and stuff. Like when I left my apartment yeah. in Wixom, I had many more than one hole in the wall. I did the J thing. I actually went and, and, and uh, fixed all the, you know, fixed them up, sanded them down, did everything but, but like paint over them. And I'm thinking like, I'm still not getting my, this is, I'd been there for 10 years. I'm like, I'm not getting my deposit back. Then two months later, I get a check and they're like, dude, you lived here for 10 years. You paid almost $60,000 in rent and we never once repainted. We never once uh, uh, took putting right. carpet in. We're supposed to do that once every five years, once every couple of years, whatever it is. Um, yeah, here's your six hundred dollars, your little measly six hundred dollars security deposit bag. And I was like, oh, all right. So I guess trying to be a good tenant does pay off, you know. But yeah, I I never got security deposit back from the guy in New York, and I. I Sadly, I had a three-day overlap where I moved out before I left New York, and I was staying with a buddy of mine at his apartment. And I went back to pick up mail and the mail slots because it was a house, and you could rent the upstairs, the downstairs. There was a, there was an apartment on the side, an apartment in the back. I had the apartment in the back. So there's four mailboxes, and everybody was responsible for labeling their mailbox, their address, and their name. He had just ripped my name off, but it was like still half hanging on there. Like, you know, like you could tell he did it in just a fit of rage, you know, just like, fuck this guy. Bah. And I was just like, well, at least he didn't take my mail. All right, cool. All right, I'm good. Later, dude. Enjoy your uh, three or four African-Americans chained up in your backyard, asshole. <laughs> you know, like I just I didn't I, I, I should have felt guilty, but I just I couldn't. I you think know. I got to beat on crazy landlords, though, man. There was this place that I rented in Oak Park, right? No, not Oak Park. Shit. Hazel Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. J- you know, okay, so if you don't know, Hazel Park, just north of 8 Mile, just south of Ferndale. So it's, it's basically just white trash. Hazel Tucky. Yeah. Hazel Tucky is its nickname. Me and a friend uh, rented this place. And, uh, well, first of all... the. I can't remember what kind of comments he had made, but he had made some... Uh, he was very concerned about why two guys were renting a place together. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that close to Ferndale, and he was upset, right. huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> you picked the wrong part so, of town. So there were some questions about uh, about us to, to start, but then we had some questions when we came home to find that there was a uh, a notice, a big orange sticker on our on the uh, door of our house that we were renting for about six months at that point that said that the house was condemned. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so we looked into that and found out that, yeah, actually it wasn't up to code, wasn't supposed to be rented. And we ended up taking them to court over it. And uh, we lost because we didn't put our money in escrow. But uh, so we had to actually pay him the, the rent that we were withholding in the meantime. But when we moved out, we just fucking trashed that place. <laughs> we did way more damage than could have been covered with our security deposit or... But it's condemned. But, Who gives a fuck? Right. So we had like... Uh, we had a party. You're going to fix I this just shit like, now. I just opened up, I opened up the fridge and I was like, everything in this fridge is going downstairs. <laughs> we just like chucking bottles of mayo down the <sighs> stairs and shit. <laughs> uh Writing all kinds of shit all over the walls. Writing like Bill loves Aaron and and, like (laughs) drawing big dicks going into butts and shit. (laughs) (laughs) You really trying to draw the homophobe out in the landlord. Yeah. And, you Uh, know, when we when we stopped paying him rent and he he called us and we had a kind of a confrontation with he didn't come over himself. This guy, Harry, he sent uh, two of his maintenance guys or his muscle over. And they they were like calling us faggot and all this shit and getting in our faces and trying to scare us. But um, the, the most insane thing happened maybe a couple years later, maybe even longer. And the guy I was living there with kind of called me out of the blue and was like, hey, uh, I saw our old landlord, Harry, in the news. He was uh, just picked up for hiring somebody to kill one of his tenants. Oh that was, Jesus! That was that was refusing to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> you you're the one, you two are the one that set you him trick, over the edge. Yep, That's yep. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking put up with that shit ever again. <laughs> Those two faggots left this place like this. Do it again. I I, I got a gold belt buckle. Says I wish you would. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh God, man! Did you leave your baby yeah, batter no. all over the walls, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you you definitely got me in the in the. He was just my my landlord was just a bigot and a fucking slumlord. He just yeah. didn't want to fix shit, and he just didn't like anyone who wasn't white Christian and whatever. Blah blah blah. And uh, but yeah, dude, yeah, you had. It, that motherfucker was guano. He was batshit crazy, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I've seen, I've had a lot of uh, crazy landlords and a lot of crazy ass neighbors, but uh, I've just done a lot of moving, Rich. You're getting ready to, to move again, aren't you? Yes, sir. Uh, by the time this airs, I will be moved. Uh, this because this will air on Monday and I'll be moved. Uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend and you're going to spend whoop. it fucking lifting boxes, huh? Yeah, yeah. Got yourself, just, are you renting a U-Haul? Or are you just getting as uh, many cars as possible? I'm, 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 I'm okay. I've never rented a U-Haul personally. No, but I'm pretty sure you have to throw down a credit card, right? Yeah. Thank you. I'm being told. <laughs> I'm being told by my friends. Uh, no, you don't. You just oh no! Wait cash. a minute. No, for a U-Haul. No, you can pay yeah. cash. Yeah, you pay cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, don't have to. It's not like cash? renting a car. You don't have to have a credit card. Yeah, right. No. Oh, okay. Well, then, fuck it. Yeah. You good. Go to that Lowe's. Was, that was go my to Lowe's. concern. You can go to Lowe's, dude, and rent their pickup truck for oh, yeah? a few hours. Yeah, that's not Honestly. a bad idea either. Well, no, I, I actually have enough for a small, like a small uh, U-Haul box truck to fit in. I'm, I'm basically moving. Uh, imagine a well-furnished bedroom's worth of stuff. I mean, I have my stereo, my 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 you know television, my entertainment center, my bed, my headboard, my dresser. 
et cetera, et cetera, uh, yeah. two wardrobes. But I mean, it's all the furniture I own in the world. Everything mm-hmm. else can be boxed up. It's you know, a no big deal. Your all a computer desk, a computer chair, and you know. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of furniture really. Uh, mine's all records. I've got a huge record collection that I've moved from place to place, and I don't. E- it's been years since I even owned a record player. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, all I, all I know is that when I was a the kid, worst. there was a there was a period of about six years, and I'm exaggerating not not at all. Where uh, my mom and I moved roughly about every six to eight months, and yeah. I just got to the point where I would keep boxes of stuff that. If I didn't think we were going to stay where I was at, I would just keep boxes of stuff that I didn't care to bring out, like in, you know, encyclopedias, books, stuff like that that yeah. I'm not going to be using all the time. Your mom's like, "Rich, we got to go before the landlord finds out I took apart the dishwasher." Yeah, it, it, per, per, I mean, uh, a couple times it was. It was like it was like middle of the night, you know, U-Haul truck, and you know, as a kid, it just seemed normal because everything seems normal as a kid. You don't realize how fucked up a situation is. So you get older and look back on it. You but, don't have normal to compare it to yeah exactly and but yeah a few of those times it was uh fleeing in the middle of the night because the rent was overdue and you know before the eviction notice hit right you know and uh you know maybe the generosity of uh, a few family members or friends got us into another place you know and this was also early 80s, mid 80s, where, you know, you could still walk in and just throw down $1,500 worth of cash and say, don't ask me any questions. Can I move in? And they pretty much do it. Nowadays, not so much, man. I mean, yeah. nowadays, yeah. Depends on where you want to live. But yeah. yeah. You well, I mean, you can do it in certain areas. I could definitely do it in this neighborhood if I had the money. But the problem is that what I make, I can't, I can't afford to live on my own. Right. So, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and it's and it's tiring because you know I'm 38 and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I've lived on my own, you know, and I've lived I've lived uh, when I was married with my wife, and I'm starting to find out why a lot of people end up in relationships that they really maybe don't want to be in because it's just <laughs> it, it's easier to have two people paying the bills and it's like a roommate yeah. that every once in a while you fuck. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's honestly, it's I'm because I'm like, man, everybody's everybody I know that the minute they get single within six months, and I mean six months is on the very long side. Usually, almost instantaneously, they start hooking up, like almost pathologically, a need to be yeah. in a relationship. And I thought it was because everyone was codependent or whatever the fuck. Now I look at yeah. it and I go, no, it's because you can't afford to live on your own. And unless you have another friend who's around your age who you trust and you 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 know, and he's in the same situation, it's not like it's easy to find a roommate. I ain't going on Craigslist right. looking for a roommate. I'll get Buffalo Bill knowing my fucking luck. <laughs> You're emotionally codependent and financially codependent. Yeah, yeah. But so it's... Yeah. It sucks, but you know it's not that big of a deal. It's just like, oh man, how long is this one going to last? You know, I, I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop when I'm in a situation like this. And yeah. it's, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I it just seems I'm too old for this shit. I shouldn't shouldn't feel that way. But then again, I didn't. You know, my daughter's an adult. You know. Uh, you know, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not wanting to be in a relationship. Right. I'm not a place where I think I'm ready to be in a relationship. Right. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. So it's like you have to find what works for you. And what works for me right now is living with my buddy's dad. I mean, I've known him for 20 some years. He's like my father. You know, he's, yeah. but you know, still it's like, oh, God, still it's someone else's house. At least when I had my place and I got a roommate at the end of the day, I can be like, motherfucker, you don't like it. There's the door. This is my place. My name's right. on the fucking lease. You know, you can leave. Yeah, anytime. you know, I've always had. There's been a couple places that I lived on my own. Last place I lived on my own, and uh, remember after I 
I moved. I lived in, in Detroit with uh, four, three other guys, all of us DJs, and uh, it was just chaos. And there was a lot of drama after we had to move out of there for some reason. And uh, there's a lot of drama over who was going to get a place with who. And I ended up saying, fuck all you guys. You're being babies. I'm getting my own place. I don't want to live with any of you. I want to see you and party with you on the weekend and not be mad that you left your fucking underwear in the living room. All right. (laughs) So I got my own place and uh, two bedroom even. This is a third floor apartment in uh, right near the Wayne State. And uh, that didn't really last that long because, you know, shit happens like uh, I had ex-girlfriend come back into town need a place to stay all right well i got an extra bedroom and then once she moves on another friend ends up selling his having to sell his house and uh he needs a place to stay for a while so very rarely did i actually have my own place i can't say like i don't know it doesn't make that much of a difference to me I'm kind of hermity in that way. Like, I don't want to just have somebody to come home to, even if I don't like them. <laughs> you know, I got to fucking like them. Thank God Chris and I get along so well. Well, I mean, that's that's the other thing is that me, I've, because of how I was raised and a lot of the places I was in, I am perfectly fine with isolating myself to a certain part of the house. Right. And, like, it, that's my room. You, you know, the only thing space. I ask is that this is my sanctuary. Don't come in here, you know, knock first. Don't be rummaging through my shit when I'm not For here. For your own protection, knock first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's like. Or at you. least wear protective eyewear. I dare you to walk in. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> your roommate walks in while you're fapping. Hard hat area. You don't you even know? pause, dude. You don't even fucking pause. Like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm a little busy. Excuse me. <laughs> well, dude, dude, okay. What you okay, asked so for. I, I, my old roommate, fucking, he moves in. We've been living together, I don't know, about three or four months or something like that. Or excuse me, three four weeks. And uh, he was one of those guys that he insisted on talking to you, even if you couldn't hear him. And I was, like, in the bathroom with the door shut, taking a shit, and he kept talking. And I was like, dude, I can't hear you. Wait till I get out. And he was like, no, you got to hear this. And he's halfway across the house yelling and screaming. And finally, I just opened the door and was like, fine, fuck it. Uh, yeah, I hear you now. And he must have thought I was done. I wasn't. And he come walking around the corner and he's like, oh, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, motherfucker, if you insist on talking to me while I'm doing this, you can watch me do it. I know you've been to county. Ain't nothing fucking new here. You know, so just mind your fucking business. Like the other day, May was taking a shower and I, I woke up and dude, I had, you know, I'm an old man. When I got to piss when I wake up, I got to piss now. Yep. I ain't got time to hold it. And I was like, dude, are you in the shower? Is the shower curtain closed? Yeah. I come in. I'm like, well, good. I know you've been in jail. So, And he's like, don't shit. And it took everything in me not to slam the toilet <laughs> ring down and be like, too late. And just Drop and deuce, bitch. <laughs> uh, dude, in that, in that place I was telling you about with the four of us, I remember one time I was taking a bath. Right, I know it's something <laughs> no, I like to do. It's fine, no, it's cool. <laughs> I, I was taking a bath do you, do you and uh, the Toto while you take the bath. Right, so I'm in the bath reading a book, and uh, one of the other guys decides to fuck with me, and he comes in and like tosses a cup of hot water or a cup of cold water over. You know the the, the shower curtain's drawn, and uh, he goes above the curtain and chucks okay. some cold water into my bath and pisses me off. And then it turned into a pitcher, right? And then they come back again with the pitcher. Only this time, I whip the curtain aside and stand up. Oh, it's a bubble bath, by the way, too. <clears throat> and stand up completely naked. And I was like, what the fuck? Leave me alone. <laughs> and he squealed like a little bitch. He could not stand the sight of a grown man naked. <laughs> I love that. 
and uh, yeah, fuck. and told everyone for weeks after how he saw my goat. Like I saw, <laughs> I saw Aaron's goat. Well, see, I, I've, I've at work. I have, I have a buddy. I've talked about Corey, and you know, he, him and his boyfriend, they, they live with uh, two other guys. And he was at one point. We were. T- I was like, man, I'm gonna have to move. And he's like, you know, I mean, I mean, dude, if it, if it comes to you living in your car or, or, or you know, someplace, just you know, throw us X amount of dollars a month, you can stay with us. But I gotta let you know. I mean, me and my boyfriend walk around naked all the time, and I'm like, I don't know if I have a problem with that. Besides mm-hmm. the fact that I, I work with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I've been in such, I've been in in places where you're going to see an, another man naked, and it doesn't bother me. But like, I don't want to see you cooking bacon butt booty naked. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's a little much. Anyway. Yeah, throw some fucking throw some drawers on at least. You know, I mean, Christ, I didn't have air conditioning in my old house, so me and my roommate in the summer, it was we walked around looking like a couple fucking gay wrestlers, man. We were fucking <laughs> in our underwear, sweating, looking like we were oiled up, ready to fucking. I'm gonna bring it to you, brother. You know, and all that shit. But I was just like, you know, I I, yeah, I don't okay. know if I can handle just dick swinging over my fucking eggs over easy. I don't sure. know. I, but, you know, but what she was really telling you is not that you know. We live alone and we like to walk around naked as couples who do live together tend to do, especially when they don't have roommates or kids. But what she was really telling you is even when you move in, we are going to refuse to put clothes on and walk around (laughs) half naked or naked in front of you purposely because any other normal couple would just go, "Okay, I guess we have to wear clothes around the house now and not even bring up the subject. Was Was this a gay couple, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy, oh I'm sorry. That's yeah, that's different. yeah. My but my buddy, my buddy Corey and his boyfriend Bobby. I, I didn't, I didn't follow that. As you say, if it's if it's a man and a woman, dude, I'm swinging dick. Either way, though. Oh, couple, oh at that couple, point, it's like not, I think I, this is an invite of some sort. You <laughs> no, know? it's not even an invite. Yeah, right. Okay, swinging dicks. Okay, whatever. And I've go. I've learned I've learned from from Jedi Master fucking Jay. As long as there's not a third one involved, it's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> if I lived with Corey and Bobby, there'd be a third one that's no matter gay, what. Bro. That's, that's gay. gay. Right. You know, so, yeah, by the way, gay. Corey really, he died when I told him your theory on that. And he's like, wow, man. I, that's, I, I would say if there's two involved, that's gay. I mean, it, and I'm gay. But, you know, I mean, it's a straight dude. I'm like, I, apparently he's a little bit more liberal in the bedroom than I am. I'm, uh, I'm more of a conservative, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Corey thought that was funny as shit. I ain't touching that shit. So. I ain't scared to see it. It don't scare me away. All right, all right. <laughs> Rich, I promised you I'd, ta- I'd tell you about pandas. <laughs> okay. We're talking about dicks, and then we go to pandas. Yes. I ain't fucking no panda. I ain't that liberal. I ain't farting a snare drum. <laughs> well, no. I would. Here's what I have. I'll just tell you what I have written down on my notes here. Pandas can't digest bamboo well. Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. And then bullet point underneath that, just die. Just die already. Like, isn't yeah, this just what nature intended for the panda? Well, the... For, all my life, I've heard that, like, oh, the panda's sole diet is is bamboo because that's all they can digest properly, right. but they have to eat a shit ton of it. So that's all they fucking do is eat. Right. They sit on their asses and fucking eat. And now we find out they actually studied the... the uh, they they studied the the microbiomes in the uh, in the panda's gut and this found out it's not even doing that great of a job digesting bamboo. It sucks at at digesting the only thing that this thing will eat, and it's and it doesn't even want even the panda knows that time's up. It doesn't yeah. even they don't even want to fuck each other. Right. Yeah, they don't want to make new babies. No. Why? So they can sit on their asses and eat 
bamboo all day. Fuck that shit. Right. That's why I said it, it's like Fight Club where he's like, and fuck the world. I want to breathe smoke and fuck every panda that won't fuck to save its own race. Fuck it. You know, and it's just like, God damn, dude. But it's too goddamn fucking cute for him to just let it die. Well, you know. But shouldn't, I mean, this is like what would be. Extinction happens. It right. has it, to happen. I mean, and it's, if it's like, right. you know, if the microorganisms, in, you know, if it can't digest them like efficiently enough. Right. I mean, that's evolution, man. It's happening. Like, you can't stop it. It's, it's fucking, that's how it goes. That's my point. Why are we fighting right. nature on this? I can understand not wanting to, you know, control the amount of carbon that we let loose into the sure. uh, I, air. Yeah, I get that. You know, try and reverse things that we affect. But we didn't do anything to fuck with the panda. Or, it just, or it maybe just sucks we at did. Life. But the thing is, is what? Well, yeah. <laughs> But maybe we did, <laughs> but I mean, okay, I mean, if we weren't here, would the panda have, would the same thing have happened to the panda? Right. I mean, like, come on, you I think, can't I think say, the panda would be gone if we weren't if, here. But right. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I so. think you're right. I think and so. I mean, for, you know, for us to take the blunt blame on that, uh, sorry, dude, there's evolution that's fucking kicking right there. That's yeah. fucking, that's called nature's yeah. way, you know? Well, yeah, there's it's a not difference like the between, American between this. No. Between no. between humans spreading out and destroying a, a an animal's natural environment, like we do with tigers and stuff, you know, right. like tigers are, are, you know, in danger of being extinct, and it's because we've completely destroyed their natural habitat. Well, There's a difference between that and, and we're like, but if you put two tigers, a male and a female tiger, in a zoo... Fuck. They're gonna fucking have ki- and have little little little, little tiglets, yeah, you know. Right. I mean, you know. So yeah, they feel like I'm, they got something eat. to live for. Right. Yeah. Pandas are like, fuck this shit. I don't want to live here. Fucking do <laughs> pandas this shit. Pandas are like, the people like, don't like, even want to live yeah, here. Right. The fucking pan- on the side of a yeah. fucking mountain surrounded by bamboo. Yeah. The fucking. Yo, Richard Linklater Richard Linklater no. better make a movie called Slacker Pandas because <laughs> they're just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only race of animal that just doesn't give a fuck enough like, to do yeah. anything for themselves. They're like, eh, what are you going to do? I'm a panda. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's move to Austin and just fucking do absolutely nothing for the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> just have an Austin zoo with fucking pandas in it. <laughs> <laughs> just wandering around aimlessly. Yeah, <laughs> some bamboo. It'd be there. like the one panda that's like, I don't know what you're so upset about. It's not that bad here. Should the have. other one's like, you can't possibly love love it here it sucks balls this place blows i don't even like being a panda i don't want to eat this bamboo shit i don't even know what's what your best case na- scenario you're cute enough to be put in a cage that's that's the fucked up thing i don't Shown even know porn. what a panda's natural habitat is because the only time i ever hear about them is some one zoo left. in japan yeah. lost uh, is it japan or china i thought it was china is it china I, man, I don't know. Pa- pandas for china right uh yeah yeah so yeah, mountainous, okay. mountainous regions with freaking yeah, yeah. bamboo. Yep. That's pretty That's much China. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if Australia can keep the koala bear going, and them fuckers just eat eucalyptus and stay high all day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Man. They're like they're like they're like my friend who's still a pothead, well into his late thirties. Like he wakes up just hit this man. It's fucking six thirty in the morning. No, man, you man. know I got, <laughs> I got the good liptus over here, bro. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's just all he does all day is smoke weed. And I'm like, all right, dude. that's what that's what koala bears are, and they can survive, but pandas can't. Shit. Yeah, yeah maybe they, I don't know, man. You, you got me to come around Pan- your way of thinking. Koala's maybe this time for him to, to fucking go. For, man, they got the fucking eucalyptus plant. They get all fucked up all. 
all day. They're like, fuck yeah, dude, this shit's awesome. I'm going to fucking chill out in this tree right here and chew on this leaf. I know, right? And, and fuck. It doesn't sound like that bad of a life. I don't give know. Give me some yeah, drink. Qualis, at least Qualis fuck. I'm going to give me something to drink. Oh, there's a bitch over here. I'm going to fuck her. Yeah. Uh, let's go get something to drink, some eucalyptus, motherfucker. I just can't have respect for a species that refuses to help itself. It's not respect, dude. It's just fucking flat out. It's time species. to go, bitches. Time to go. You're breathing carbon. Or you're, yeah. creeping, you're breathing oxygen. Go. Get the fuck out. Right. You're, you're on China's tit, which yeah. might as well be our tit, so move the fuck over. <laughs> Wait a minute. Welfare they, pandas. Yeah. Sitting around going, getting free porn all day. Fuckers. <laughs> You're eating 15 stalks of fucking uh, bamboo a day, uh, an hour. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Going through wow. more bamboo than Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> That's some funny shit right there. Aaron <laughs> made it um, funny. But, I mean, is there any other species, that, I mean, any of us can think of that just that honestly. so bad. That just, yeah, they're just. It's just giving up. I think we should yeah. write a song called Fuck the Pandas. Because <laughs> they won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're Promiscuous gonna... Panda. That would be the name of the band. Yeah. We'll find some way to, like, uh, breed them. You know, we'll make some... We'll grow, yeah. we'll grow clones of pandas and make them docile enough and shrink them down so we can have them as pets and take mm. them on the airplanes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. And then Paris Hilton will be right. walking around with one. And her little fucking Dolce & Gabbana fucking panda carrier. Right. You know, like, oh, this is this is my pocket panda. Pocket sure. panda. Dude, yeah, you beat me to it. The pocket panda. <laughs> it's the new thing. And uh, at that point, I'd be like, you know what? Can we kill her and her pocket panda? Fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is has got to go. This has got to go. Paris, Paris. I knew I should have got in uh, animal husbandry. That's where the me- real money's at. <laughs> the marketing glamour pets. <laughs> right? Well, come on, hey, wouldn't you like yeah. to walk a giraffe on a leash? I just don't want to jerk it a like giraffe off. like two foot off. tall. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to yeah. do that job. <laughs> Not me, thank you very much. <laughs> I ain't touching right. no dick bigger than mine. <laughs> right, and it's common practice to put on, like, uh, with cows. Matter of fact, I ain't touching they, any other dick that ain't I mean, mine. They, they put say, on the fucking... The, the glove that goes all the way up to your shoulder, <laughs> they go all the way into the cow's ass. Gee, yeah, they no, did that in no. Jackass. And yeah, fucking that's right. Johnny Knoxville was like, uh, uh, and they're like, now, now you have to insert it into its 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 uterus. And he's like, uh, and I'm just going, people no. do this for a living? This is yeah. fucked up. No. Right. Like, no, we have people it, do that like all day. People are got their, their fucking, you know, shoulder deep in a cow's ass going, thank God it's Friday. Yeah. It's just another nine to five for them. Yeah, ne- next time I think my job sucks. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'll just think <laughs> exactly. of that. I'll go. Artificially mm-hmm. It's still not that cow. bad. Yeah, you can artificially inseminate cow. I could be a bull fluffer. I was going to say, would you rather be the one jerking the bull off or putting the semen in the cow? <laughs> There's, there's, we there's, don't have a cow. <laughs> we got a bull. <laughs> with the there's people mustache. manually manipulating oh. bulls to get their semen. And there's people that take that semen and inseminate the cow with it. And there's jizz moppers. Oh. Then there's my job. So at least I have two jobs to look down upon. <laughs> and no matter what, we can't finish. We can't not finish on dick jokes of some sort. <laughs> 
<laughs> no matter how I try and steer you off the subject. <laughs> no, man, no. Because fucking Jay fucking set me up and it took it back real quick. He's like, I don't touch any dick that's bigger than mine. I'm like, oh, so you touch everybody's dick. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I don't touch Just walking dick around as a pee-pee toucher. Okay. <laughs> I don't look, Sack though, ass, so you, you can't doing? call nice me a fucking, you. You, can't, you can't call me a meat gazer because I don't look. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man thank you for listening liking and sharing unregimented on facebook and following unregimented on twitter at unregimented pod if you like unregimented please tell a friend to visit christophermedia.net you can subscribe to unregimented on itunes for free just by clicking through the itunes banner at christophermedia.net you can also show your support for unregimented when you buy something on itunes just by clicking through the itunes banner at christophermedia.net it won't cost you anything extra and it shows your support for unregimented while you're on itunes please remember to write a review and rate unregimented five stars just click on the itunes banner at christophermedia.net android users can listen to unregimented for free at christophermedia.net by clicking on the stitcher radio player on our homepage. you can also listen to unregimented for free at tunein.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app don't forget you can always listen to unregimented for free across any platform just by going to christophermedia.net make sure to check out all of the podcasts on christophermedia.net mondays and fridays you have unregimented Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us, it's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, real quick. I, w- I wanted to see if I can throw this topic out. If it doesn't work. We got about 10 it. minutes to fill. All right. Well, this is this is Chris's favorite phrase. If this doesn't work, cut it out, Chris. <laughs> no. <laughs> no but, cuts, um, no butts, no coconuts. I fucking was watching TV the other night, and <laughs> two movies come on. And I was like, wow, these are really good movies, but they're fucking hard to watch, man. And it was uh, American History X followed by 25th Hour. Oh, damn. Oh, God damn. Those are so good, though. I know, but... If you were throwing Fight Club on top of all that, you'd have been golden. (laughs) (laughs) That would change your fucking life. The trifecta of Edward Norton in shape, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Um, not... not necessarily one of my favorite movies 25th hour but one of my favorite edward norton performances he i love him in that movie he is amazing well i made it through uh american history acts and then uh 25th hour come on and it got to the point where they're he visits his dad yeah and then they're about to go out clubbing and i was just like i can't man it's a good movie and yeah it's it's an excellent performance i i honestly think it's a really good movie but i i'm we've already had this conversation i'm all sprung over spike lee's movies anyway so yeah but it's just like i can't i can't do it man because it's so fucking rough when he's when he you know after his boy beats his ass and he's talking to his dad and his dad's like you know we can just go someplace else or his dad's imagine 
imagining him doing that. And then at the end, he drops him off at the fucking prison. And you know what's waiting for him. And there ain't nothing good. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it, man. I, I just, it, like, there are any movies that you guys really like, but you're just like, I got to be in a certain mood to watch. Oh. Like, if not, it's going to fuck my mood up if I watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of one, a, a good example, though. I, I... Like, I love <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. I'm sure it, there is. Requiem for a Dream, I have to be in a mood to watch. Okay, well, there you go. That's a good one. I, I don't know that that's not something that I would watch casually. There's others, like, after repeated watches, it just kind of... Well, like, Clockwork Orange, for example. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy fucking movie, but... I, it doesn't like weird me out anymore. Kind of freaked me out the first time I watched it, but I can just watch that recreationally and just enjoy it. But uh, I have to I be in know. a certain mood to watch Fight Club, dude. Because you know what? I get if I'm in the wrong, like super aggressive mood, I just, I, I yeah, <laughs> it pumps you up. You're like, let me go find one. I want to be Tyler Durden. Right now. <laughs> it's funny you say that because there's a meme that is going around online. A, a, pe- a couple people have uh, sent me. It's a picture of Tyler Durden smoking a cigarette. It says, smoking a cigarette takes five years off your life, but laughing adds 10 minutes, so a smoker who laughs will, la- will live forever. <laughs> you know, speaking of Fight Club, I think next week, uh, issue number one of Fight Club 2, the comic book, comes out. Oh. Actually, yeah, I, that's I written read, by uh, advanced panels, Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I did read a couple of advanced pages of that. Yeah, there like was a couple a, months ago. Yeah, a free comic book day. They had a uh, a little preview of it, but I'm excited. Actually, there's two uh, two comics based on uh, characters created first in novels that are coming out this month. The other one, I picked up the first issue of Dirk Gently. Are you guys familiar with this character? No, he, I'm not. Uh, Dirk Gently, there are two books about him written by uh, um, Douglas Adams, who did Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. So, uh, d- definitely the more popular property of his. I don't know. Dirk Gently didn't really... Uh, well, they, I guess they did make a... I think they had a TV show about it at one point. But anyway, well, uh, I, that, what else? you guys you guys are, are not Douglas Adams fans. You never read any yeah, of the... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hitchhikers, um, I mean. Red? No. Yeah. Uh, seen seen the movie? Uh, the not the BBC uh, series, but the actual movie right. that they put out in the two thousands. I saw with, it, uh, appreciated it, but I Chanel. Mm. Yeah, I love her. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sam Rockwell. In the yeah, sucks. yeah, he he stole the show in that. Yes. Well, actually, most Def did a really good job too. Yes. Uh, he's an actually he's actually a really surprisingly good. Oh, he actor. is fantastic. That was a great movie. But yeah, Hitchhikers. I've read all the books, all four books in the uh, inappropriately named trilogy. <laughs> um, I have seen the the BBC and the uh, the feature film, and uh, which was all right. I've seen the BBC one. It was it was okay. The I think my favorite outside of the books would actually be the BBC had a radio show. Yeah, I and I've, I they released all those on uh, on tape uh, and I listened to all those. That's actually really good. I've yeah. I've heard I've heard good things and um, a girl I used to date her brother huge hitchhikers fan and he had it um on bootleg cds yeah um you know this was like 94 95 whatever so i mean right. you know it, i was like what is hitchhikers guy of the universe what's that and he's like you don't know and i was like whoa it's not like i walked into a clan meeting dressed like boy george i just don't know what the fuck these guys you know what what is this about and he you have to listen to it and then he started playing it but it was out of sequence he right. didn't start from the beginning and i'm yeah, like it makes little enough sense as it is yeah. like to yeah. just jump in the middle of a story and be like 
I don't understand why the towel is so important. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Arthur, don't forget your towel. <laughs> but uh, no, that's one of those. That's one of those uh, series that, that I think is like it. That's it's almost. It's obviously a, it's much more comedic. I mean, because Dune is not. But it's one of those series that if you find you find true uh, uh, fans of it, it's not like something that's cool to be into. It was maybe for a second, but then, like, yeah, if you're really into fans. that series, you know, you're yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there was, a, there was only so much uh, work that Douglas Adams did as well. Um, but it did get, you know, I, I guess I, I got into Terry Pratchett through reading Douglas Adams, who did the Discworld series. Have you guys ever read that? Mm. Heard of it, never read it. Yeah. It's uh, it's basically, it's kind of like if, okay, so Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is kind of a parody of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. This would be a parody of like Dungeons and Dragons or any kind of like fantasy world with like, you know, there's dragons and wizards and knights and all this shit and it's completely ridiculous. Okay. And it's, but, but it's, but it's, it's like satire of that type of thing? Yeah. Or is it just? Oh, okay. Okay. So it's taking I mean, the piss I, out I guess of it. I would call it satire. As much as I would call Hitchhiker's Guide sat- satire, it was kind of everything was based off of how outrageous you could be in a in a sci-fi genre. Okay. Okay. Um. And and once again, uh, 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 podcast for maybe two, maybe three. You ever read uh, any of the uh, a series called The Dresden Files? No. Mm-mm. My brother's really into it, and apparently, what it is, it's a um, it's either modern day or, or not too near future. It's a in a world where uh, magic is just accepted, that it's 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 mm-hmm. a real thing. You just have to deal with it, you know. And there's the whole you know the whole world of dealing with that. But he's a private detective trying to solve like crimes, but he has to deal with that type of shit at the same time. Kind of like I guess uh, the old was it uh, Barnaby Jones TV show? You guys remember that? Am I, am I really nerding out on you guys on that? No, one? I know who you're talking about. Never watched though. Okay, um, but yeah, so he's really into it, and he swears up and down. And apparently, the author—I cannot remember the author's name off the top of my head—but he's got a cult-like following, like, like almost like Clive Barker. Yeah, like these people are just dedicated to his writing, you know. And even books that don't have something to do with the the main series that he does, which is the Dresden Files, somehow reference it, and then they, you know, they'll spend time. Oh my God, on the internet, plotting out cross references, and this is and this and this and this and this, and that's like. That's how I always perceived Hitchhiker's Guide being, and and uh, uh, like Dune's like that. Like I'm really into Dune, so I mean I can nerd out on Dune, but I won't I won't bore anyone with it. But uh, you know Dune's like that too. Yeah. Um, same thing with the Dark Tower series with Stephen King and all his other work. You know he, right. he found a way to incorporate it almost every novel in some way into the Dark Tower. Well, you know there is something unique in the examples that you are using because a lot of these are they they've created these kind of universes that. That other people can expand on much exactly, like much yeah. like the characters that you have in any comic book that's popular you know you have these whole worlds that uh you know one or two people may have conceived but everybody else can take the ball and run with it mm-hmm. and uh the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy actually hasn't really experienced that there's they just kind of you know made these different versions of the story for film or television or radio but they haven't really expanded that universe and this comic book is the only example I can think of them taking this world that uh, Douglas Adams has created and, and and creating new stories from that. 
Well, see, I just imagine there has to be a lot of fan fiction out there. I'm sure there is, yeah. Any, that, that is, and, that... and a lot of it's bad, always fan fiction. A lot of it's bad, but there has to be some good out there, too. I so, don't know. I never, I never really read any. But anything that's popular, you're going to have fan fiction. Especially these days, yeah. What the fuck right. are you playing in the background, by the way? He's playing our outro. Because we are baby. outro time. <laughs> Sweet Child of Mine, covered in bluegrass. There's been so many shitty covers of this song, and this is the best one. Absolutely. This one rocks. I actually really like it. So all It's right. Iron Horse, dude. Look Iron Horse up and listen to all their covers. All right. All right. Well. 96, out this motherfucker. Another one in the can. 96 in the books. And we will see you on Friday. Yep. Yeah. All right. Later, guys. Later. Bye. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise.